the guys who brought you Superbad and Sausage Party are taking the R-rated comedy somewhere it's never been before. Sixth grade. Picture. Tonight is our first middle school party. There's going to be girls there. You know what that means? Drama. Ooh, kissing. Critics are calling good boys adorably inappropriate. We cannot go to that party without knowing how to kiss. We could spy on my neighbor. She's a total nymphomaniac. She starts fires. No, nymphomaniac. Someone who has sex on land and sea. Good boys in theaters August 16th. underway the browns victorious over the washington redskins and we are rolling here on the doghouse your inside look at the cleveland browns i'm andy mcnamara alongside matt floor jancic from wkyc sports in cleveland we're brought to you by our tremendous sponsor cleveland whiskey make sure you check them out clevelandwhiskey.com just had a little taste of some of the underground hickory wood last night absolutely love it check it out ClevelandWhiskey.com. And Matt, unfortunately, unlike last week, I'm not literally right beside you. I'm back in Toronto. You're in Berea, just finishing up with uh, with press conferences. How are you? Good, man. You make Toronto sound bad, though. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I know it's not Cleveland, but you got a cool hometown. I, 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 do, I do like it here. It is nice, but there's no Browns, man. Like, last week, it was tremendous. I, my voice is better than last week. It came back around... Um, about uh, probably Tuesday. <laughs> that, that's what will happen when you're randomly uh, starting uh, Baker Mayfield and, and Brown's chance at uh, 2 a.m. in the flats. That's, uh, you know, it'll, it'll happen. And, uh, and then screaming at the Orange and Brown scrimmage. So that was, that was a very cool weekend. And the best part is, Matt, week three, right? How many, like six weeks away, I'll be back down. Yeah, it's, it's not far away. You're, you're going to be here before yes. we know it. And, Hopefully you're gonna see a hell of a game when you come down. Oh yeah, man, no doubt. Yeah, hopefully we're a nice two and zero and getting ready. But let's let's get to this preseason game. Browns look tremendous. This is where I want to start off. And you were at the um, the pressers. Uh, uh, quarterback uh, coach Ryan Lindley apparently saying um, that the Redskins were tipped off that the Browns would be running no huddle and Baker Mayfield and company without Jarvis Landry or OBJ shredded them hot knife through butter offense like that makes it even more impressive doesn't it yeah it was a fun drive to watch yeah. I and mean, they just kept moving the ball positively and that, that doesn't always happen uh in the preseason especially you know game one but the way that they went about their business was was pretty impressive i mean they mixed in the running game they mixed in both backs uh first and second team backs they you got Richard Higgins going early. Like it was, it was an impressive drive all the way around. Everything was headed in a positive direction. And, and Baker led that drive in just two minutes and thirteen seconds. Absolutely phenomenal. And, and Matt, again, that was without OBJ. That was without Jarvis. Uh, Richard Higgins, man, Hollywood Higgins, dude looked in pretty in, in midseason form. He was lighting it up for no matter who yeah. the quarterback was. Yeah, Higg had a good day. Uh, he had a really good day at the office. He looked great. Unfortunately, Ohio State will mention Dwayne Haskins. Ooh, uh, that was a, a bit of a, an awakening. Uh, I'm sure he, he and the coaching staff will go back to the drawing board, but he got, he got whooped on pretty good. He, he, he did not have a good day. No touchdowns, yeah. two interceptions. 
Well, if you remember back on our draft recap show when they selected Mac Wilson, you remember what my prediction was? I don't. What was it? Uh, he would be starting week one. Oh, right. I may be off on that, but I think in the first quarter of the season, if he continues on the trajectory that he is on, Mac Wilson will see time with the ones. Um, during the practice yesterday, Taki Taki was with the threes. Mac Wilson was elevated to the twos. So I, I think that they're starting to see that these young backers are, are going to be playmakers. And that's the one thing about the linebacking core that you can say about the Browns was they didn't have playmakers. They have guys that make plays and make tackles, but they don't have anybody that's going to be a game right. record. Well, right. now they've got a guy like Mac Wilson who can do a bunch of different things. And then they've got Taki Taki, who's just a hellraiser out there. I mean, he's going to hit the hell out of you. And that might even be if you're on his own team. So, <laughs> But Matt, you're right with Mac Wilson. I thought looking at him pre-draft, I was thinking maybe third round somewhere. Dorsey got him in the fifth, two interceptions. He's had, if you count the orange and brown scrimmage, we were already at a pick six there and everything. Like He has a nose for the ball and you said it playmaker greedy williams also got brown's first draft pick in the uh, second round got an interception he had a bit of a miscommunication allowing a touchdown though is that is that just kind of a rookie okay miscommunication well (laughs) i'm trying to be nice here he was way off yeah Uh, yeah i think that was just a rookie rookie issue because he had a rookie safety with him too and i think that was just a a communication breakdown between the two young guys and I, I don't think it'll affect anybody long term. It clearly didn't work, uh, affect Greedy very long because he was right back at it doing what Greedy Williams does. Next. Well, and and that's what you want to see. Okay, it's preseason, but a little bit of adversity. You know, you make that mistake, dude comes back, gets a, gets an interception. That That's what yeah, you want to see. That's what you want to see. See, you want to see guys respond. Yeah, and not Freddie flustered. Kitchens talked about that, how, how it was important important to see greedy bounce back and it was it was a good first night of browns football of what we hope will be many 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 good nights in the 2019 season well i just can't get over that they told washington we're doing this and then baker just did it anyway that i love that like that is just like hey i'm gonna smack you in the mouth and then you smack the person in the mouth you're like i told you you know like yeah. that, is, that is so perfect that they they did that. It's uh, preseason week one, yada, yada, yada. We know. But you get, again, you get that little bit of confidence. I want to see um, OBJ and Jarvis out there. Are we going to see them, you think, maybe week two? Or is that going to be the third preseason game? Because they got to get on the field in some sort of game action, I would think. If I, I'm on the fence about whether they'll play in week two because they've got the two camps against the Colts or two practices against the right. Colts for the preseason game. And I think if they get a, a lion's share of the work in those, that they'll back them off for that game. I would expect to see them in the third, but I don't know about the second. Right. And that's a good point. The Browns are going to be, are they going to Indy or is Indy coming to Cleveland? They are going to Indianapolis. Okay. Uh, the Colts practice in a town about, 40 minutes north of downtown Indy called Westfield, Indiana. And that's where the Browns are going to go for a couple days. And then they'll have a walkthrough Friday because they practice Wednesday, Thursday in Indy. 
I've walked through Friday, Saturday game at Lucas Oil Stadium. Okay, so that's the whole week. So that, that you know, that's good. Get a little different bodies in front of you, different strategy, and you just hope to avoid uh, injuries in that. Folks, make sure you're, co- uh, you're following us on Oh, Twitter. you hope to avoid fights, too, well, because some, when these, these, these practices tend to get a little chippy, the Raiders and the Cowboys had to, like, stop practicing against each other because of so many fights. So hopefully we get through it injury-free and no fisticuffs, and all will be right with yeah, the world. No injuries, just get through and improve. You want to see that improvement. Um, on Twitter, at AndyMC81, at Matt Florjancic. You can check out Matt's great work, WKYC.com slash sports. And, of course, folks, check out our great sponsor, Cleveland Whiskey. I took the distillery tour again last week, got my Cleveland Whiskey shirt. You can see on Twitter, uh, we posted a pic uh, at Matt's place last weekend, sharp shirt. You can go out to the distillery on East 25th, pick one up there, or... Just go and, hey, get yourself some original bourbon Cleveland whiskey. I love the underground version. And, Matt, you know what? I'll tell you this. You know how we love our Christmas bourbon from Cleveland whiskey, right? Yeah. We love that. Christmas bourbon and you are like, you know, the the most important combination of the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) It it tastes like Christmas. Here's the thing, though. They they showed me, and I can't reveal too much, and I, I, I didn't take a picture or anything, but they are revealing a new artist special collector's bottle for the christmas bourbon it's designed by a very well-known artist unique it is going to be awesome should be coming out in the fall so that's uh that's going to be a lot of fun but yeah make sure you check out your local liquor store inside ohio outside ohio anywhere uh, a lot of places in the states and if you're not sure just go to clevelandwhiskey.com see if they got it near you but definitely try it okay matt i held off long enough um i was talking i was on tsn radio yesterday Doing my show, talking to little Browns, and the news broke. Antonio Callaway suspended four games for substance abuse. And from our off-air conversation, uh, you're not too happy about that. No, not at all. Um, I, I understand that you can't win in the NFL with a team full of 53 crier boys. I get it. You're going to have to take a flyer on a really talented player because he's extremely gifted. Completely understand that. Look, Antonio Callaway can flat out fly on the football field. He is fast as all all get out, and he gives you that take the top off the defense kind of player. But they they can't rely on these guys. Clearly not Callaway anyway. Right. Uh, he had a checkered pass to Florida. He comes in. What happens? Third day or no, the first off day of training camp, he gets pulled over, cited for driving without uh, with a suspended license and possession of marijuana. That should have been a red flag, yeah. and, and maybe it was. I think they showed the Hugh Jackson conversation on Hard Knocks, and it was seemingly a red flag. But I don't know how many more chances Callaway's going to get. He reported out of shape. Oh. He didn't look very good in camp um, when he was out there. Now he's got a high ankle sprain. Um, be honest with you, I don't know if he's on your 53 wow. come September. And, and, and look, at, in previous years, this would have been a move that would have sent them on a 5-11 and tailspin. Sure. But the wide receiver position this year is loaded. They have good guys on the field that can make plays. And – you know, if Callaway's out, okay, so that leaves you with Jarvis, Odell, 
uh, Higgins, Jalen Strong, Derek Willies is your top five. That's a pretty good top five. I'm okay with that. So I, I'm okay with it, and I think Callaway is going to have to work his tail off just to be on this team come week five because if Higgins has a good run or Willies makes plays, he's going to find himself on the active list, I would think. But, well, yeah, I'm not happy about it. I understand you got to take flyers on guys and give people second chances and everything. But they have to also show that they have the, the smarts to understand the situation. And clearly the, this is like the fifth or sixth time he's been a foul of a rule uh, in college or in the NFL. So he's not getting the message. He's not getting So what do you do to give him the message? Chris Carter would be the first one to tell you he's a Hall of Fame wide receiver. And he was cut by the Eagles mm-hmm. because he was a knucklehead off the field. He went on to have a Hall of Fame career with the Vikings. Had he not gotten cut by the Eagles, he would have never had that Hall of Fame career with the Vikings, and he's admitted that multiple times. Right, yeah. Yeah. And his son, actually, uh, Jerron Carter in the CFLs, has, has not gotten that message um, and has been floating around the league despite all that talent there. But, Matt, you're, you're so right. It is – it is something where in the wide receiver position, you are so deep. And you know who's really caught my eye? Jalen Strong. Like, when last week when we were at the Berea practice and then the Orange and Brown scrimmage, this guy who is hungry, he's looking for another chance in the league, a third-round pick, had some injuries. He was contorting his body. He was making some awesome catches. This dude is hungry. And, and listen, if he's replacing Callaway, I'm fine with that because Jalen Strong looks to me to be a yeah. hell of a player. Well, he, he's got the body type. Oh, yeah. Landry and Odell are on the smaller side of wide receivers. They're slighter build, but they can just fly, fly and make amazing plays. Yeah. Jalen Strong looks like a wide receiver. He has that, uh, that Josh Gordon-esque look to him. He's 6'3", 220 pounds. He's just a huge, huge presence on that football field. And he's got a hell of a catch radius, too, by the way. His arms are, are insane. He can go up and and pluck a ball out of the air like like it's nothing. I mean, he's got that kind of skills. And he's, he's showing up every single day in practice. And that's hard to do during training camp. But Jalen Strong has made a positive account for himself. And he's going to have a role on this team. If he doesn't, he's going to have a job in the league somewhere because oh, he's sure. turning his tail off right now. Well, man, he is he's 25 years old um, and battling injuries. And, and that you want hunger. Like Antonio Callaway showing up out of shape and doing this stuff, this guy's not hungry. Jalen Strong's hungry, and guess what hungry guys do? They eat. They want to play hard, and they do that. Um, want to get your take, Matt, from the uh, preseason game. Now, Duke Johnson, of course, getting traded. Uh, I thought a great value by Dorsey. Fourth-round pick could turn into a third for a, a, a one-dimensional back. Hell, yeah. That, that, that seems like an yeah, awesome Yeah, especially value. when you consider the investment to get Duke was a third-round pick. was a third-round pick. But you basically got – equal value for a guy that's five years in the league. Yeah. At that position, that never happens. Ever. No. No. no, so no I, I think Dorsey did a fantastic job to get a deal that worked for both sides. And I find it very hard to believe that Duke Johnson would be active for less than 10 games. So I think that will get elevated into a third. Which third is, pick. That, that's awesome, Valley. Now, Dontrell Hilliard impressed the coaches last year having a, a good camp overall, but had fumbles, turnovers in that preseason game. 
How concerned are you that he is looking to be Duke's replacement and a bit of a spotty showing in that first preseason game? Let's be honest. It's an eight-game audition for the rest of his yeah. career. Yeah, it is. It is. Because if Kareem Hunt stays out of the row and on the straight and narrow and fulfills all of his obligations uh, to meet the terms of his suspension, he's going to be the big, big name in the backfield over the second half of the season, him and Nick Chubb. Dontrell Hilliard is going to be relegated to kickoff and punts, coverage and returns and what what have you. Um, I'm not overly concerned. I would be if something happens to Nick Chubb in the next three weeks right. or in the first two months of the season. Right. I'd be extremely concerned at that point because uh, I don't know what Dontrell can do. Uh, because we've never seen him up here. We know what Nick Chubb can do. We've seen Kareem Hunt be a game wrecker for the Chiefs. Uh, we don't know about Dontrell, so it's it's kind of an unknown and you're a little bit uneasy about it. But you know, like I said, it's it's an A game audition for him, and we all pretty much are kidding ourselves if we don't think Kareem Hunt's going to have a big role in this offense if he's still on the roster. Oh yeah, man. Oh, he, he's got to be. But in the meantime, Dontrell Hilliard has to has to pick it up, has to get going. Now, Matt, I see on your Twitter, and folks, you can follow Matt at Matt Florjancic, uh, quarterback coach Ryan Lindley. I'm just reading your tweet here, and you can check out the video from the, the presser Matt did today. You have, quote, Browns QB coach Ryan Lindley on Brian Sype, coaching him in college to use improvisation and how Baker Mayfield is at making things happen when plays break down. Now, quick side story, my Browns jersey is a 1980 vintage Cardiac Kids replica jersey signed by owner jimmy has a bit of an odd combo but never mind and so we, we we got psyched there and boy league mvp he was at training camp visited the team there um what did you make of uh, ryan lindley's comments and, and how sype involve involvement in his career can help shape baker mayfield yeah i think the important thing the important lesson to take from all that is look some guys have it and some guys don't when plays break down the best are able to make something still happen positively. Um, we've seen in the past with quarterbacks here where plays break down and they look like a deer in the headlights and the ball's either going the other way or in the hands of the defense, you know, or uh, already in the end zone type of thing. Yeah. Um, and he mentioned that with Baker, it's, it's completely different. Everything about this kid is different than what we've experienced in the past. And that's why it's so doggone exciting because Baker can make things happen outside of the pocket when stuff does break down. And it will over 16 games, 100 snaps a game, things will break down. Um, He's still able to get outside the pocket, make things happen and, and be a leader for this team. I mean, he took a headshot against Tampa last year and that was after like a 30 something yard run. And he got up right in the defensive back's face, or actually as a linebacker, I think it was was a linebacker, who hit him. He got right up in that guy's face, and he almost drew a taunting penalty. Right. I mean, that's just kind of – this is kind of him in a nutshell. Look, he's going to improv it. If he does something good, he's going to let you know about it. If you take a team shot at him, he's going to probably let you know about it. And that's just – it's almost an innate skill you can't teach. It's just kind of, it's there or it's not. Ryan right. Lindley said the same thing. He's like, Ryan so I tried to get me to do it all the time. It was not something that I was great at, but he's like, Baker can make anything happen. And, and you can do that. I mean, you save, a, you cure a lot of ills 
when you can make things happen on the fly. Protections break down. Uh, running back misses a chip. A wide receiver runs an incorrect route. You need to adjust it on the fly. Like Those are all things that can happen badly for an offense after the ball is snapped. But Baker is a guy that can be like, okay, I can work with this, and just does it. And that's that's a skill that not many people have, and if they do, they're very well compensated for it. Yes, yes. And, Matt, you know what? Let's finish on this point, of course. We'd be remiss if we didn't bring up the great story and that punt return, Damon Sheehy Giuseppe, 80-plus-yard punt return for a touchdown. Team mobs him. You don't usually see that in a preseason game. But this guy went from, like, sleeping outside. He's been out of college for so long and never really a receiver. Uh, he's turning some heads, and especially, man, with, with Callaway out four games, uh, that having someone as the, the punt return option is vital. Um, give me your thoughts on that situation with Sheehy and if you think he could be the guy. He looked good to me. That was one of the most special moments that I've seen on a football field with this team in the decade-plus that I've been covering them. Uh, and I know it's only a preseason game, but I've never seen a team explode with excitement for a guy ever in my career like that. And it was, it was impressive. I mean, he, he should be very proud of the work he's put in and the journey he's taken. A very nice, very humble young man. We talked to him yesterday. Uh, just a fantastic uh, interview. Just a good, good-hearted person who just refuses to give up on a dream. And, and guys respect that. Uh, if nothing else, they they respect it and they, uh, they recognize recognize the hard work and especially the veterans they know how hard it is to stay in this league they know how hard it is to get here but they know how hard it is to stay here once you get in the door and they when they see a play like that and and they just they celebrate it because that's that's a hell of an audition that's great to put on tape you know you do that again and you're gonna have a job somewhere and if it's not here it's with somebody else and man, it was it was just a special moment. And the 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 best part of it is is it it harkened me back to the mid two thousands when a little known mm-hmm. Kent State quarterback by yeah. the name of Joshua Cribbs was trying to make the team, and it was down he was down to a competition with two other guys for that last roster slot. And you know what was the deciding factor? A special teams touchdown. That's it, man. Josh popped off a huge return, and he had that roster spot from there until he decided that he was not uh, he was going to hang him up, basically. And the, and there you go. And that could be who knows, right? One preseason game, whatever. But he showed he could do it, and it is a desperate need for the Browns on special teams. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, joint practice with the Colts this week. Matt, great stuff, buddy. We'll make sure to follow you, wkyc.com slash sports, and on Twitter, at Matt Fleurjancic. Good stuff, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one, Andy. All right. You too, brother. All right. You can follow me on Twitter, at AndyMC81, and make sure you follow him for all the Browns news. Like I said, follow Matt, follow me. We'll be back next time on The Doghouse, brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey. Go to clevelandwhiskey.com. Your inside look at the Cleveland Browns.
At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.19. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.19.